Good morning, Super Gluer. I am so glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining the Super Super Glue podcast. If you are like me, a fellow Super Gluer, you are a person who is holding it all together for so many. So today, we are going to get real, share in a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So let's talk about it. Oh, we're going to talk about avoidance. Avoidance is one of those things that can cause us great anxiety. And, you know, avoidance keeps anxiety going. So a lot of times we have something that we know we need to do. Oftentimes the anxiety I think comes from, you know, like having a heavy workload or knowing we have to do something that's good for us, but we just don't want to do it. Or I think what can be even harder are those difficult conversations we need to have or things that we know we need to say and we're just avoiding it. It's so hard. You know, we're like dancing around it or not really sure how to say it. So we just avoid it. And, you know, the thing is that that is really all about how anxiety can continue to flourish in us because anxiety at that point can spiral really quickly because avoidance is really the fastest way to like gain even more unpleasant feelings, I guess, when we are feeling anxious, because a lot of times, you know, our anxiety is about thinking about what's coming ahead. And so sometimes, um, you know, for me, like, sometimes I have this weird mix of anxiety. So sometimes I'm thinking so far ahead that I do begin planning. I'm not avoiding, I'm just like making plans that are not purposeful or helpful Oh my goodness, you know, like today I was starting to make plans for when I'm 62. (laughs) I mean, and I know we all do that because obviously I was thinking about retirement and I've got a different setup now that I've left the school system. And I, I do have to think about all that. And like, that is very, very, very important. But I mean it like I was thinking about like, like just silly, ridiculous details about being 62. (laughs) And then I was like, what are you talking about? Like I was thinking, I love what I'm doing so much right now that I could see myself doing this forever. And so I was like, yeah, but when I'm 62, I might have grandchildren. And then I'm probably going to want to, you know, help my girls with their kids, but I'm not going to want to do that every day. Cause you know, that would be hard, like five days a week. And then I'm 62. And then I'm like, you know, I want to be the fun grandma. I don't want to be like the grandma babysitter every single day, although I would definitely help them out. Maybe I do it a couple of days a week. And I'm literally planning out. (laughs) My goodness, woman, slow your roll. But I'm pretty sure uh, lots of us do all that crazy stuff. And of course, I want to have a good financial plan. I mean, the whole reason why that spiraled into like what kinds of snacks I was going to be feeding my grandchildren during (laughs) the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, to not spoil their lunch. I literally was thinking of goofy stuff like that. I'm not even kidding. That's how far my brain went. But, you know, I want to have a good plan, obviously. It's just that I can't predict all that. And then I started to get really, really, really anxious thinking about all of it. So back up, I've gotten a little bit off of track of avoidance. That would not be avoidance. That would be anxiety of like planning so far in the future Um, and making plans and projections that are just ridiculous. I'm talking about something different. Avoidance in that you know that there's something that you need to do or say or change or modify or update or approach 
whatever, you know? I mean, it's going to be different for me and you. And when we avoid doing that thing, that also can be a trigger of anxiety because we're thinking about doing that thing so much, but we're not doing the thing, right? And we're living through playing out doing the thing, but we don't do the thing. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that avoidance piece really does happen sometimes and and we get in a rut and we kind of get stuck. And so there's a great blog I'm reading um, from a community, uh, it's a community of writers called Better Help. And um, they just talk about avoidance coping and that, you know, in our lives, we we do do these things uh, when we don't want to address uncomfortable situations. You know, for example, we might um, use alcohol even like because we just we don't want to think about it anymore. We just want to avoid it. So we might use alcohol. Right. And so just things like that or um, just really like doing something, you know, that could be even more damaging or unhealthy or like getting grumpy with our loved ones because we know the thing is in the back of our mind, right? And so what happens is what's what's going on from what I'm understanding, what I'm trying to read and research and study myself is that our brains are going into this fight or flight mode without even uh, really realizing it. And when we're avoiding the whatever the thing is, it's the flight part of the brain. So it's something that's making us feel uncomfortable. We don't want to do it. And we want to flee from it. So we're going to do whatever we can to escape from it, right? And um, yeah, I mean, and and I think a lot of us suffer from this at times. So, you know, just kind of thinking about what are some coping strategies to this so that we can get ourselves out of avoidance and into coping so that we can move forward and we can reduce the anxiety. Because a lot of times what I've found is that when I do feel super anxious and I'm avoiding something, being active uh, with a coping strategy definitely does bring me um, out of the anxiety and helps me to feel a lot better, right? So quite the opposite of planning so far ahead to, you know, year 62, but um, but another kind of opposing side of anxiety. And this is one about where we do have to take action. So um, just, you know, a couple of things to think about is that we have to strive to not always be the best, right? Like to be like, okay, I'm going to take action. And when I take action, when I'm feeling this way, sometimes the reason why I don't take action is because I want to be the best at something, or I want to do it perfectly, or I want to know what all the details are, or I want to know the outcome, you know, all that stuff, right? It's all the control. So just being careful to not be striving to be the best at whatever it is, Um, sometimes we put things off because we just don't want to know the truth. Like, you know, we might be avoiding going to the doctor because we just, we're not really sure what's going on and we kind of just don't want to have to deal with it. Or, you know, all the things that maybe we we really just don't want to know what's really happening, but that not knowing is going to make us oftentimes more anxious. I think a big one for us often is that we don't want to make someone mad, or upset, you know? And so um, sometimes we don't say what we need to do because we're afraid of how we're going to make the other person feel. And, you know, I think the the biggest thing I can say in my own life is, you know, planning out my messaging has been really, really helpful in difficult situations or difficult conversations. 
but also just knowing where my heart is, like why I'm saying what I'm saying and being in a mindset or mind frame to be able to say it in a in a way that is the truth without being uh, intentionally hurtful, having the heart in whatever it is that I'm saying so that my heart is guiding the conversation, right? And that's where I really believe for me personally, prayer works. Oh my gosh, you know, and and I think sometimes we um we don't like we don't like the awkwardness. So we just don't want to do it because we don't like the awkwardness. So all right. So as you move forward, you know, think about certain situations that might be making you feel anxious and how you might be avoiding them. And before you jump in, think about how to calm your mind and your body, right? So using your mindfulness or listening to music or getting your body into a really relaxed state, okay? And understanding that, you know, we all have these emotions, we all have these things that we need to take action on and do, but we're not going to be perfect when we do them. Sometimes we just have to just kind of define like what is going to be the first step. What is the first step I'm going to make? And then understand that you're going to feel uncomfortable. And so if you just say to yourself, yeah, okay, this might be uncomfortable and let yourself sit and feel those uncomfortable emotions for a moment, know that you can handle so much more than you thought. And so um, just really kind of reframing situations and saying like, okay, what is the first active step that I can take? And even when I know that it's going to be difficult, I'm going to start small. I'm going to try tackling part of it, you know, and and then finally, I want to say the important, this is really important to me always, is to get an accountability partner. So when you know you have to do something and you're avoiding it, tell someone who you love, who loves you, who's going to be there to support you because you're going to stick with your plan a little bit more when you know that you have someone supportive waiting in the wings, right? And they may even help you plan your first step, your small steps. Um, As always, when I talk about these things, a couple of things I want to remind us of all on this podcast is I am in no way a licensed therapist or clinician. I do a lot of studying and research on trauma and trauma-informed care, uh, particularly in schools and organizations. It's what I'm passionate about. It's what I spend my days reading about and training about. However, that does not make me uh, qualified to provide anyone uh, therapeutic support. And sometimes um, it is absolutely necessary. In fact, I think therapy is amazing, by the way, um, and would benefit everyone. But it's important that I just remind you to to get the the, support that you need um, when you need it. And I'm I'm a big, big fan of that. So super gluer. Let's just talk about this um, in terms of thinking through a couple of things um, from scripture And that is uh, Philippians 4.13, my favorite, 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 favorite. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yes, you can. And um, another thing I always like to remind people on this podcast is you don't have to, you know, follow my religious beliefs or or practice Christianity. It's what I believe. It's what I practice. Uh, I share it with you because I, you know, I would love for you to, to explore, but at the same time, you are welcome here no matter what you believe. But knowing that there is a higher power that's strengthening me. And for me, it's Jesus. It's just so, so rewarding and brings so much joy to my life. And I love um, sharing with others. Hebrews 12, 11 says, for for the moment, all dis, um, di- discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness 
to those who have been trained by it. I want to read that one again. I think this is so helpful. Hebrew, Hebrews 12, 11. Man, I am twisting my words and getting tongue-tied a lot today. I'm also just talking really fast. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's all of the plants that I'm eating. I'm just filled with energy. I'm being so silly. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Oh my gosh, I love this. It is hard sometimes to be disciplined and to take that first step. And it does feel painful at times, but oh, the fruit that it yields is the fruit of righteousness. And so super glower, my my challenge to you is to get out there and take action on something that you know you've been avoiding. And let's uh, share in a morning prayer. Oh, Father God, thank you so, so much for uh, loving us, for being with us, for supporting us in everything that we do, and for wanting to be in our souls to help us reduce uh, the feelings of anxiety. Lord, we know that we feel anxiety oftentimes when we're avoiding something can be one of the reasons why anxiety comes, because we're avoiding something that needs to be said or done. And we need your support. We oftentimes can't go at these things alone to make that first step. And we need something bigger than ourselves. And Father God, I ask you to um, just be, be, you know, here for all of us to uplift us, to give us uh, the, just the empowerment to be able to take a step forward when it feels so hard. Give us the strength to be disciplined so that we know true joy that comes from living a disciplined life and help us all who are struggling with anxiety to get the support that we need and for this community to be an uplifting one and for messages to resonate with people in a way that builds hope. I ask all this in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, super glower, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye.